Hi, it's Tammy Brera. Welcome back. If you've listened to the last couple episodes in regards to the conversations with God, that is definitely something that I will be adding in because my conversations with God are just that. They're conversations. And for those of you who either don't believe in God or just want to see what it looks like when somebody does say that they do believe in how we, uh, how I, there is no we in that, it is I, how I communicate with um, with the Lord um, in my way, despite what you may or may not believe, um, feel free to check it out and listen. And as I sit here and um, contemplate the new name of the podcast you're listening to right now, and the content that I want to put out there for you to be the best humans on this planet and to go out and make an impact um, and spread your greatness throughout the land. Um, I don't know what that looks like. And I have read so many books. I have had a coach. I have um, listened to my heart. I've listened to my head. I've got lost in relationships. I've gotten into my head too much when it comes to relationships of all kinds, whether they're intimate relationships or relationships with friends, family, you name it, a stranger on the street. There are so many thoughts that I have tied up in my life. And in the meantime, I'm looking to to write a book and um, not sure where that's gonna head. And, um, I, uh, look to, um, I look to, uh, you know, I get, I got sidetracked. I've, I've got, you know, things going on and every once in a while notifications go off and I forget to turn them off before I jump on here. And then I get flowing and I get worried. I, I immediately in real time as, as this is happening right now, I'm wondering what you're hearing. I'm wondering what you're thinking as you hear the background noise or you hear a notification that goes off on my phone or my uh, or on my Galaxy tab. I don't know. I get wound up. I get concerned. And all of a sudden, within a matter of moments, I've got thoughts shooting through my head like darts headed for a dartboard and shooting like, you know, an AK-47 with, a, you know, a round of a thousand bullets in it. And so I just don't realize that there are, um, there are so many things that I want to say, and yet I'm so worried about what they're going to sound like to you. Or, And what I finally realized is that even though this isn't about me, it's kind of about me because... I have experiences that some of you may never experience in your life. And oh my goodness, I am happy for that. Some of the experiences I have had, I don't want any of you to have. And some of the experiences that I've had, oh my goodness, I want you to experience every single one of them only if it brings you the joy that I think it will. Yet then again, that's putting a stamp or a label on it of how I want it to turn out once it gets out there. And for me, if I'm saying that I have control over nothing which I don't, I want to be able to be free to voice my opinion, whatever that may be in the moment, the day, the hour, the minute, the second. And I always want to be a better version of myself five minutes from now. 
So every time I finish a podcast, I want to be better when I come up onto the podcast again than I was the last time you heard me. And there are so many doubts that get in the head. And for me, I go all the way back to as I'm, you know, writing um, down what I'm doing in my day or how my day is going and attempting to get a book idea off the ground. Um, I just realized that I allow things to enter into my head. I mull over them and they could end up stealing my time, stealing my day and robbing me of a life that is fulfilling to me. Because what I consider a fulfilling life may not even mean a fulfilling life for you, the listener. And when I talk to God, it's like, you know, Lord, I want you in this presence because I am not understanding what it is that I'm supposed to be doing, yet I want to be doing something. Because these people out there are beautiful people. And I feel that because of lack of understanding, lack of 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 I don't want to say education, but I guess that's the word that comes to mind right at the moment, is that we are all responsible. And when I say that we're all responsible, I cringe because I I don't want to say that you're responsible for what is happening to you when it's happening externally. What I'm saying that we're responsible for is how we react to it, how we process it, how we walk through the valley, how we deal with grief, how we deal with traumatic instances, how we deal with each other, how we show up in our own skin and how we put ourselves out there or don't put ourselves out there. And even when we're not putting ourselves out there for the whole world to see, all those people are still living their lives and they are still dealing with their turmoil. And for me, I was able to speak some with some wonderful people and have some great conversations. And when we speak, things come up. And that's what I want for this to be. I want for me to be sharing my ideas, sharing what's going through my mind. And hopefully there is one grain of sand that reaches you. And in a grain of sand can be a whole lifetime. And for me, I believe that whoever does hear this is supposed to hear this. It's a time in your life where you are. I don't know what you're looking at, who you're talking to, what you're in the middle of, if I'm in your ears, if you're listening to me out loud. All I know is that if you're listening to me, you want to know if there is definitely something I can say that you haven't thought of in your perspective, your perception, your walk through this life right now up to this moment. And hopefully I can give you hope and to dream this life and do what makes your heart happy. And it sounds so trite and it sounds so off the cuff. And I get that. And Yet we're trying to make things that people listen to. You have the option to scroll through and listen to millions and snippets of people. And sometimes there are those wonderful YouTubers that decide that they're going to cut and splice and put it together for all the ones that we hear so that we can get that tidbit. We can go back. We can find. We can seek. We can do our work. And this is what I'm learning 
it's not about my work that I'm doing for me when you need to get to your next level. You have work that you need to do for you. And maybe that includes me and maybe that doesn't. And that doesn't matter. What matters is that you are taking the next step. You took action, you pressed play, and now you're listening to me. And I may be turning you off and you may have cut me off already and somebody else may be hearing this. I will never know. What I do know is that whoever you are that is listening to this, you are special. You were created with greatness inside you and not the greatness that says you're going to win a gold medal and you're going to win the Olympics or you're going to be the best at anything in regards to being recognized or noticed in that sense. I believe that it is important that we notice ourselves. Why did I want the world to notice me at 51 when I haven't even noticed myself for 50 years? That's silly now that I think about it and now that I say it out loud. And for me, I get animated, I get motivated, I get charged. And I want to encourage everyone because every one of you has something to give back. You have some experience that you've had in your life that if we heard it, we would be moved and we would want to be better human beings because you have shown us that it's okay. And it's not your job to show us that it's okay. Yet when one of us shines our light, it makes the pathway more visible for the next person. And all of the light that we shine doesn't always get into all the nooks and crannies. So when we want that thing from someone else, it might be time to dig inside ourselves and say, what have I gone through and missed? What gold nuggets have happened in my life that I've just bypassed believing that they only happen to other people? The great moments that only happen to the Martin Luther Kings, the Abraham Lincolns, the the Dion Sanders, the um, John Travolta's, the Tony Robbins, the Dean Graziosi's. What is it that we are unable to see in our own lives because we are so busy focusing externally and seeing? Because I, in my life, am learning so much about jealousy. And when Mel Robbins in her brand new book, the high five habit. Oh my goodness. Here I am thinking in my fifties, this jealousy thing has got to go. Never thinking that it could be for me more that it was happening to me because I allowed it. And yet through Mel Robbins book and for Jay Shetty sharing it on his, on his uh, podcast. Oh my goodness. Hello. They are mile markers. When you feel jealousy, you only feel that because you desire you what somebody else has is desirable to you. And like she said, if somebody gets the most extravagant, most beautiful penthouse in Manhattan, she doesn't care. She's not jealous of that because she doesn't want that. It's when we want something that somebody else has. Yet, we are capable of cultivating that in our lives and we are able to look ourselves in the mirror 
love what we see, high-five ourselves, and take care of the person that's looking back at us. And I was never able to see that. And then, as I'm sitting here this morning, getting ready to go to an appointment for myself, I all of a sudden, I've been writing, and I get into Boardwalk and changing the name of this podcast. And for me, the word beauty steak came out for me. It came out for me a long time ago. And I loved it. And I wanted to do something with it. Yet I got stuck. Like, ooh, I found this magnificent word that works for me. And I don't know if anybody's heard of it before. But it's what I came up with in mistakes. I wanted to, I don't know. I was throwing ideas out in regards to, you know, take spaghetti, throw it against the wall. The one that sticks is the one that's cooked. And that's the one that's ready to go. And so is there anything that I could have stuck to the wall or has stuck. And the only thing that has stuck is the word beauty steak and what it means to me. Because when I was little, I loved the game of Monopoly and I wanted to win and I wanted to play to what was considered the end. And I didn't know what the end was. And so for me, I was like, I wanted to, I always wanted to play with someone new because I was, unfortunately, I was always the loser. And since I was always the loser, I was like, if maybe if I play different people, I could then be the winner. And not realizing what I was chasing into now, my 50s, is that I always wanted Park Place and Boardwalk. That was always my desire in the game. I always wanted to have the hotels to put on them and I always wanted to collect the most rent because I knew that if you had the most money at the end of the game, then you were the winner. And people would have different tactics and different ways that they played and they'd hide their money. And I would think that I was going to win. So I was okay in the end, only to find out that they had stashed away their millions of dollars and didn't use them and made you think like they didn't have anything, but when they actually did. And how many times do we do that in our own life? We hide things from people because we want to win. We want to say, ha ha, I have this, look at this. I, you know, you thought you were gonna win, but you're, you're not because I have all this and see, I am truly the winner. And for me, I wanted that. I don't know why I wanted that. I don't know why I thought winners were the be all end all and I'm still working on that myself. And so that led into, you know, having the power within me because there are certain things that I achieved when I was a kid and there were certain people that told me the only reason that you got recognized is because everybody's getting recognized. So it's not really important that you got this award because that award's not important because you are just getting what somebody else got and everybody needs to have an award at the end of the day and so you got this award. And for me, for me as I look at it, it, it my award is for penmanship and I didn't think anything of it at the time. But I love the ribbon. God, that ribbon for me was just, ah, oh, exquisite. It was beautiful. I was excited about it. And then when somebody else inserted their idea of what they felt about that ribbon, I took on that and I let it affect me for 50 years. And then today, as I'm getting ready to hop on this podcast, I realize I am responsible for changing that narrative. That is somebody else's journey, somebody else's idea, somebody else's opinion that they shared 
that was that converged on my journey. All of our journeys will converge at different places in different times. It doesn't mean that we are on the same journey at any point. We are always on our own journey. So when we our journeys converge and somebody says something that we may not like or it doesn't feel good or it doesn't hit us right, maybe it doesn't hit us right and maybe we're sad because we're not supposed to pick it up. Why am I picking up what somebody else believes about a white penmanship award? All that matters is what I feel about that penmanship award and how I apply it to my journey. What does it mean for me? If I want to pin it up and say that it's the best thing in life that ever happened to me, I get to do that. Despite what anybody thinks. And there's going to be people out there that are going to be like, that's a dumb ribbon. Where'd you get that for? Oh my gosh, you're so stupid to shadow box that. Nobody shadow box little things from, you know, grade school. That grade school doesn't really mean anything. And there are all these people with all these ideas and all these whatevers. And also with Mel Robbins, what about the people who are like, yes, put that in a shadow box. Highlight it. Put a nice light on it. Shine on it. You accomplished that. You did that. Despite what anybody else says, you made that happen. You made that come true. Nobody else did that for me. I wrote in the way that I wanted to write and it was recognized and I was seen. Why should that be diminished because of what somebody else thinks, says, or does? So then we move on and we get into the Wizard of Oz and we get into Dorothy who had the shoes on the entire time, yet even though she had those shoes on, she had to walk the journey. She had to go through the pain in her journey to realize the power that she had within. And how can you utilize something that you don't understand? And people can say we have the power within us, that we have all this in us. Yet if we are trying to circumvent the journey, if we're trying to find a shortcut, if we're trying to sidestep pain to get to the end so we can be the winner like Candyland, no, there are no shortcuts in life. None. We think there are. And yet when we get there, just like shoots and ladders, you slide down. You slide down because you're not ready. You're not ready for those things. And when COVID hit and I wasn't able to go on what I was going to consider the most fantastical journey of my life, which was to enter into the Grand Californian and to be able to be there with some amazing people and to have that be a highlight in my life, when it was taken away from me, I was devastated. I was heartbroken and I thought, well, here we go again. And then I realized the hard truth. Did I really earn that trip? Did I really earn the payoff of snapping my shoes together and getting home? And I believe now, no, I wasn't ready for that. I was taking a shortcut and COVID hit and I just wanted it so bad that I was willing to do whatever it took to get it. 
and I just wanted to have the money and I just wanted to have the experience and I wanted to have it be with people, excuse me, that I love and enjoy and oh my goodness, they are just the best. And yet I knew in the back of my mind, I was taking a shortcut. Because for me, I know that I'm supposed to be doing more. Yet I'm so worried and so afraid of getting it wrong. I'm so afraid of, well, yeah, failing. Because I don't want to fail. Yet thank goodness for Mel Robbins to come along and to stop looking in the mirror and saying that I'm a failure. It's not true. It's not true about any of us. We may have failed. That doesn't make us a failure. Assigning that to yourself just makes you stuck. I was stuck. And so for me, as I you know, also looked at quotes this morning, I don't want to tell anybody else what to do in the quotes that I want to put forth or put out there. I don't want to tell you, I never want to tell you, don't let someone else steal your joy. Because whether I say that or not, it's your choice. You get to allow it, not allow it, and you may not even see it happening. Just like in The Wizard of Oz. And you're not going to see it until the end. I just want to encourage without trying to tell you what to do or how to do it. Because I will never see life through your eyes. I will never, yes, I could, nah, it's the empathetic empathetic way that yes, I could walk in your shoes in my imagination or I could read a book, yet I'm still never going to experience it the way you did. That's why it's so important for us to continue to speak about what it is that we are going through and that what we see, because just like someone else pointed out in my life, all of our interactions are two things, conversations, perception, that's it. Everything is a conversation. We're conversing with each other and it's based on our perception of how we walk out in and out of all those conversations. What are you bringing to the table? Which then comes to Tony Robbins, who's done his, you know, it's five years later when the um, I'm Not Your Guru came out, actually seven years, if you listen to his um, his uh, information on YouTube about it five years later, and it's actually seven. And he tells you, you know, does it last? And, and it's like when people win the lottery, it's like, when they're going to have a transformation. And with the lottery, if you're happy when you win the lottery, you'll be happy when the money's gone. If you are not feeling good before you get the money, you get the money, money goes, and you're back to feeling just the same way. And so when you are looking at that and he said, and who learns the most in regards to whether you are a millionaire or a quadriplegic, because people do both. And so the quadriplegic, he pointed out, gets more because they gain appreciation, they gain gratitude, they gain understanding. 
if they so desire and if they so choose because we can never tell anybody how to live their life. Yet the thing is, is that I want you to go out and know that everything that you have done up until this point is important. It's important to your journey. It's important to your revelations. It's important to how you walk in this life. It's important to how you do your work. Because every time you open your eyes and either lay there and think, that's work by the way, and if you get out of bed and put your feet on the ground, that's work too. And everything that we do in this life is work. Everything. Me speaking to you now, loving the speaking, is work. Me pushing a button, work. Me writing things down, work. Yet when we go to the beach, if you love the beach, some of us may not love the beach at all, but if you love the beach and you want to get there, you don't think of all the work that it takes to get there just for a few hours. You don't think of all the gathering of the chairs and the blankets and the games and the food and the great the great times that you're going to spend for a few hours together and you put all this stuff in your car, you travel to this place and I have been blessed in my life to experience that on many occasions and unfortunately at the time, not as grateful as I am looking back in my life because people were doing the work and I was able to reap the rewards of that work yet playing is still work and we work to play, we play to work, that's what people say. No, it's all work. Every single bit of it is work. You raise your hand, it's work. You put your voice out there, it's work. You eat your breakfast, it's work. You choose the food that you want to put in your body, it's work. You choose the exercise you want to do or not do, it's work. Decisions, those are work. Whether you decide to or not to, work. Whether you decide to wash your clothes or rewear the other clothes, work, putting them on, taking them off. And so once I was able to look at how work really is, I no longer wanted to get away from work. I no longer wanted to say, I don't want to do this, I want to do that. I wanted to figure out how I could work as myself on my journey to inspire you to go out there and do the same because there are so many beautiful people out there that I have listened to and spoken with that have these great stories fantastic ideas and I don't know if they're sharing them out there but I want you to because I learned from you I wanted to live a better life because I spoke with you. I wanted to live a better life because you saw me. I wanted to live a better life because I want to be there for you who have been there for me. And I was never as grateful as I am today for every ounce of time that you allow me into your life to inspire you to put one foot in front of the other and chase that dream. And I'm not talking about all the things that people say, chase the dream, chase the dream, chase the dream. There's those that are in it and want to get you there. And there are those that are like, good luck with that. 
And with me, I want to say that you are capable. You are able. You are strong. You are witty. Everything that you want to be, you already are. You just have to dig it out from the inside and put it on the outside. Because we can't do that for you. And no one can do that for me. And as scared as I was to get on this podcast today and have notifications go off every few moments, I want you to know that you are beautiful. You are perfect right where you are. You, in the place where you stand in this very moment as you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth, is the right place the right time. You are the right person for the job that is rolling around in your head. You have the tools and you have the resources. If you have questions, there are answers that you can find. Dig deep in that soul and in that mind and in that body and in that spirit so that one day I can meet you and we can celebrate life together. I love you all so much for tuning in and for giving me a chance to be in your ear in all the different facets. And as I go to change the name and set up a trailer, you guys are amazing. And I do it for you and I also do it for myself so that my belief in myself will become stronger, that will encourage you to have the belief in yourself that gets stronger every day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your time. And tell your friends that they can listen too. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for your time again. And uh, until next time.